Alright, so tell me about Frank the Clown. Okay. Frank the Clown is a WWE super fan. Right. That turned his semi-fame from being a recognized fan into a small indie career and marrying Mick Foley's daughter. What? Yup. His wife is no no Noel. Noel Foley, if I can talk correctly. Oh, it's not Noel, it's Noel. I believe it's Noel. Huh. I could be wrong. It could be Noel. How do you go I'm from sure being I've the clown it. to to getting with Noel Noel Foley? Yeah, right? <laughs> like God damn, I just, I googled Noel Foley and she is six foot tall even. Yeah, she's, she's an Amazon of a woman. Absolutely. Uh, she was, she was training, I believe at one point, but I think it was, oh, what was it? I think it's a concussion that also like, Brought something else that they found out health wise that basically she had to stop oh, over. No. I think it's some kind of uh, balance issue. I could be wrong. That fucking sucks. I'm fairly sure it was con- the concussion is right there. I'm going to double check it just because I don't want to put bad info out there. Right, right. That fucking sucks though. Okay, looks like here's something. Oh my god, you the, I don't know if it picked up on Discord, but in OBS you could hear the loud ass yee pickup truck going down the street. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm wrong. They're still only dating. I thought they had gotten engaged. Oh, okay. But did uh, you find anything about the concussion? Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. Uh yeah, a concussion <coughs> uh had symptoms for five months. Jeez. Yeah. Why is Alexa Bliss been trending all day? And a hyperacusis. I don't know what that is. Hyper. Oh, it's a hearing disorder. Oh, uh, so it is. A disordered yeah, could... loudness perception. Yeah, so I can see where bumping in the ring could cause all kinds of issues on that. Yep. Um, Alexa, I, I don't know. I know at one point somebody had tagged something about Alexa and it being a picture of her ass, except when you zoomed in, it's actually, uh, Ty Conti. That might have uh, something to do with it. Yeah, probably. Cause just scrolling through the, the, the topic right now, it's just a bunch of people simping. Um, which is fine. He- Alexa bliss is hot. The other great trend right now is Velma. Oh, yes. I love that the fucking the, t- the Twitter guy had to write <laughs> Velma Dinkley from the Scooby-Doo franchise is proving to be a popular costume choice this Halloween. Why? I wonder why. Right. By the way, as we're recording this, it is currently Halloween. So, happy Halloween, even though this won't come out until well after Halloween. Right. Dating the, <laughs> dating the episode. Oh, yeah. What? What is is it? An, is it an after dark if we don't date the episode by at least a couple of weeks? That's fair. <laughs> yeah, see, I love how like it's popular costume. 
you go into the photos tweet, nothing but thirst traps and lewds. Yep. And then a lot of lot of hentai. Yes. And then uh, Steve, I'm not Steve Austin's also been trending all day, and I'm not quite sure why. I know there's a fake quote of, of him um, going around. Is it, I'm 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 not complaining, but like yeah, that that's like all it is right, right. now. Yeah, Sean Rossap was able to confirm that the Steve Austin quote going around is a fake. Yeah, I could have told you that off the bat. I followed the guy who made it. <laughs> oh. There's a couple of those that have that the uh, brackets with one to make it look like it's from the newsletter. I follow one of the guys that's made a couple of those and yeah, watching them pick up traction. It's like, I could say something, but nobody will listen to me. (laughs) I wish I had the balls to do stuff like that. The thing is, is like been following him for a little bit now. Like he's literally does it to shit post. He's not doing it to cause any. Oh yeah. Yeah. That I just scrolling through his profile. Yeah. Shit yeah, uh, just seems seems to be their thing. Yeah, it's a Toruyano fan account is the one I follow that makes them. Ah, there's there's a couple of them, but yeah. So we got to talk about Bray Wyatt tweeting out two more days, and then on the second day, I haven't seen shit. Who, who, what? Now you cut out a little bit. Uh, Bray Wyatt tweeted out two more days on October 27th. It is currently Halloween. I haven't seen him post anything. That's because his uh, his non-compete was up on the 29th. Yeah, but so he is you he's officially a free agent, and I'd be watching for Jericho or Renee's podcast to get the first interview, and it is going to be a doozy. Oh yeah. Especially if anything that uh, Ringside News tweeted is anything well, by. Well, one, Ringside News is not credible at all. And that very much came across to me as a Fed article, much like the he's difficult to work with one was an obvious smear before. Mm. Got it. I am... The the part I'm wanting to hear is about the fucking hell in a cell. That's what I desperately want to know what the what went what went on with that, you know? Because he he's already been on record before saying he hated the uh, projected images during his match with Orton onto the mat. Oh, so projecting I the maggots Im- and shit. Yeah, I can't imagine how much he hated the overproduced lighting bullshit for that hell in a cell. I because if he hated the lighting for his entire run as the fiend. Like for Seth, who is the quintessential company man to have actually come out and said he wanted to beat Vince McMahon's ass after that. When they both told him it is not going to go over. Like if Seth, Seth is willing to go on record saying that, What's Bray Wyatt? I've got no bridges left to burn. Gonna do. Oh man, I can't wait. Okay, we got the House of Black in AEW, right? Mm-hmm. Brody so far, King. That's just Malachi. 
Yeah, but Brody King is PWG tag champs with Malachi, right? Oh, right. Bray Wyatt's free, right? I see where you're going with this. Tell me that is not a massively awesome, dark stable. Well, now here's the question. Does AEW need another dark stable? Like an actual dark stable? Not like as much as I love the Dark Order goofy comedy. Yeah. Ever since Dark Order turned face, they're not really dark. Like, I love Dark Order. I do. But they're going to be perennial faces. They cannot be. They can't be turned after Brody. I think they can. It's just it's going to be a while. I don't know if they can. I think you can turn people by having them betray Dark Order, but I don't think Dark Order itself can. Mm. Not until (laughs) Brody Jr., if he decides to get into the industry, comes in. I can see them... Like, he's going to be cheered when he comes out, but if they have him clean house on... Dark Order or whoever the current incarnation is then like I can see them getting people to be able to boo him there right Uh, as a point uh, I was scrolling through Malachi's Twitter he retweeted a photo of uh, Brody King with the caption uh, the first of the foundation yeah people were going with that with like wait a minute is he talking about Brody or Gresham because Gresham calls himself the foundation uh, talking about Brody King. Could be talking about both, really, with M- Malachi and how he teases shit. Uh, who knows? It's possible. I mean, yeah, obvious, obviously, it's like Brody's the obvious one. But with how he likes to hide shit, like, it wouldn't surprise me. And I would love Gresham in AEW. Like, dude is a technical wizard. Yeah, someone in the reply said Foundation, you say, and tweeted out a an R, uh, Ring of Honor gif of the Foundation. Give me Gresham versus Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson, rather. I'm still getting back in this, into calling him that. Trust me, I'm right there with you. <laughs> but, like, oh, those two would just be mm, all day. You know, I'm not super familiar with Brody Gresham. Is that his name, Brody Gresham? No, it's Brody King. Brody King. Um, Jonathan Gresham. Okay. Not familiar. I don't. I didn't watch a whole lot of Ring of Honor. So Jordan Grace's husband. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, he looks familiar. You might recognize his uh, Bone Thulu entrance mask. Bone Thulu. Yeah, it's a Cthulhu skull. Oh! Yeah! Yeah, I've seen that before. Definitely. Yeah, you you, you see why I want him in here? Yes. <laughs> oh, imagine... Imagine people incorporating more cosmic horror themes into their wrestling. Right? Like, that would be dope. I mean, like... <sighs> I don't know if you would count any of the deletions as, like, cosmic horror. I mean, in a very loose definition, I guess you could with how Matt played it, but 
I'd call it more comedy than horror. Oh, for sure. Even though some of the earlier stuff was kind of on the more, like, psychotic side. I mean, like, what was the draft's name? Fucking George Washington? Was that and it? I be- and I believe the kangaroo was, uh... Well, who was the kangaroo? It was a boxer. Well, I can't remember which one. Alright, well... Control-F Kang on his Wikipedia page doesn't pull up anything. Broken Matt Hardy Kangaroo. Oh shit, I'm gonna have to... I'm gonna have to mute the desktop audio capture right quick. Or do I? I don't know, well, Impact... Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier, okay. I was gonna say, well, Impact Wrestling... Copyright strike our podcast for a little bit of audio. Uh, depends on who's in control of it right now. Let's not risk it. Yeah, we already found right. it. Because uh, I clicked on the video, Broken Matt Hardy, Brother Nero prepares for battle. Yeah. Because that was the first thing that popped up when I typed in uh, Broken Matt Hardy kangaroo. Oh, Speedball Mike Bailey signed with Impact. Yup. His, uh, his five-year or six-year ban from the country is up. Why was he banned from the country? I believe worked without a visa. Oh, uh, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, we also have um, going on tonight, I believe, Itsushi Oneida of Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling fame, for those that watch Dark Side of the Ring. Doing another exploding barbed wire death match that will involve shooting a Jado rocket at the ring at the end. What? You heard me. Shooting a rocket? Yes. What the fuck? I believe that is going on tonight. Wow. uh, Yeah, it's 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 a thing. Because FMW is back again, baby. Also, I'm scrolling through Impact Wrestling and under their current champions. There are a lot of title changes at Bound for Glory this year, it looks like. Everything except the World Tag Team titles were changed. God damn. Yeah, it's tonight. What's that pay-per-view called? Uh, it's uh, FMWE Destiny. Oh, that's why it's so big. It's Oneida vs. Matt Tremont. Oh, well. He's an American deathmatch legend. Yep. That explains the uh, the balls to the wall insanity. Okay, never mind. Continue on. <laughs> Let me watch the highlights after. The, okay, that matches. <laughs> According to this website, it's uh, en.superluchas.com. That match, Onita versus Tremont, is called the Double Hell Current Blast Death Match. Yep, because Onita has a thing for naming things. All right. Chalk that one up on the what the fuck board. That's death match wrestling for you, baby, and I love it. I love me a good death match. I know it's not for everybody, and it is a very, very brutal 
thing to watch, but like on the same token, when are you gonna see darts used as an actual weapon? Right, right. Like I watched that happen on a GCW pay-per-view. Dude got out fucking darts and just threw him in the dude's back. Wasn't Matt Cardona it, in that match? No, that was later on. Right. That was Ah oh, shit. Oh, I gotta get on my fight full account real quick and I'll be able to tell you. It was from Homecoming and that was Oh, it's not giving me the whole card. Damn it. Uh I believe that was either night one, Drew Parker versus Alex Cologne for the GCW Ultra Violent Championship. But yeah, no, that that had had some nice light tube spots. I don't think I've watched any full GCW show. I mean, Homecoming was a pretty good pair of shows. Yeah, that's what I heard. And what I've seen just on Twitter. Honestly, with GCW, like, because I follow it on Twitter, Homecoming's the only one I've ordered so far, but I like, I try to keep up with it as much as I can. Right. And they do a pretty good job explaining things. And you can pretty much jump in with any show and you're going to have stuff that's... Like, you know the AEW approach of buffet? There's something for everybody? Mm Mm-hmm. GCW does that with, like, the indie style. Right. You're going to have your high spot clusterfuck. You're going to have probably a good technical match in there. You're going to have death match. You're going to have hardcore. You're going to have a good tag match in there somewhere. Or sometimes but you like, get classics like Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. We don't talk about that. That was too goddamn violent. That was a very violent match. Poor Bryce Remsburg having to officiate that that abomination. You know, I just re- I just learned recently that um, uh, Moist Critical actually did a video reacting to that match. Look, all serious, no, uh, no joking with that. That match proves how important a good ref is. A good ref and a good crowd. Exactly. Because if either one of those was bad, that never would have worked. But because it's a whole joke that the whole crowd is in on, and Remsburg is so good at selling it all, like. It becomes an amazing thing. And I love stupid bullshit like that. Like, when you get right down to it, wrestling's ridiculous. Yeah. So push it to the most ridiculous point possible. Absolutely. Like, there's there's something that, you know, a lot of people like, oh, pro wrestling, oh, it's that fake fighting, right? I'm like, yeah, one of the most popular stars ever is an undead mortician. Exactly. Like, we know it's not real. Oh, wrestling's fake. You know that, right? It's like, uh, you, duh. You think I don't know that? Do you know Game of Thrones is fake? Like, come Did on. Did you know, like, your favorite show's fake? 
Did you know that movie you just watched is fake? Uh, oh, yeah. Shut up. It is a television show. It just happens to be live in an athletic exhibition. Exactly. That's all it is. Like, it's cosplay murder gymnastics. Like, I'm going to put this out here, and I'm not the first one to make the argument, and people are going to laugh at me, and I do not give a fuck. Wrestling, when it's done right, is the modern Shakespeare in the round. Absolutely. You know what? I can't even argue against that. Because, like, you are selling a a theatrical performance to a crowd that is all around you. You cannot fuck up, and you have to get everything right first go. There is no do-over. Wrestling is theater. It's just jocks that happen to be theater nerds. Right, right. Though if you go with the the more modern guys, it's the unabashed theater nerds that just happen to work out. Yes, I'm looking at you, Kenny Omega. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, but (laughs) let's call a spade a spade. Right. God, I fucking... If it's not clear... Because this is like the second or third After Dark where all we talked about is wrestling. We love professional wrestling. Why do you yeah. think we play D&D? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, there's not much difference between Dungeons and & Dragons and professional wrestling. There are, there are professional wrestling tabletop games, and I'd love to get a couple of I them. own the Worldwide Wrestling RPG. We need to do a session of I've that re- at some point. Absolutely. I want to run a game of that so bad. Also, like, let's just look at the amount of pro wrestlers that play D&D. Right? Like, it's nuts. Like, AEW it literally has a group of their guys that do a show called Critical Botch. Yeah, there's Critical Botch. Uh, Xavier Woods has um, Rollout on Up, Up, Down, Down. Yeah, just Xavier, right there. That's the only example you need. Yeah, for real. And the amount of times that Xavier, Alexa, Ember Moon, and all of them, all of the up, up, down, down D&D people have been in, like, official D&D live streams is proof positive. And, like, there are all a bunch of fucking anime nerds, too. Like, Oh, yeah. In, in case, I mean, in case, in case, New you're Day not came aware. out in Dragon Ball Z armor. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And also, like, um, Brandon Williams, also known as Mace, uh, one of his signature moves is called the Nico Nico Knee. Right. Like, and like his finisher is called the Cruel Angels Thesis. And how many of. Ricochet's, uh, Ricochet came out. I think on, I want it was either one of the Saudi Arabia shows or WrestleMania where he was dressed as All Might from My Hero Academia. Yeah, like a lot of his like, is that a leotard that you'd call that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, or I would. body suit or whatever. A body suit, probably. Yeah. Yeah, like multiple of those have been anime inspired. Ember Moon, I think, has had a couple of gear anime inspired. There's a bunch that do it, like 
And that's before we even get into the American guys that go to Japan and then get to really lean into it. Like, yeah, uh, there's ACH, a whole... ACH, when he was there, had the One Piece logo on his damn trunks. Yeah, there's a... I don't know if it's wrestling particularly, but I know Hikaru Shida is part of a, a like a live-action roleplay anime thing. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's this weird blend of live theater wrestling swordplay. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. It is one of the weirdest but most awesome things I've ever watched because it's it's like a real life anime sword fight in a wrestling ring. I can't. I wish I remember what it was called, but I can't. Yeah, I, I, I just well, remember seeing a quick video clip of it from like a year or two ago that she posted on her Twitter. We'll find out what it's called and we'll put it in the description. That way, you know, we don't have to worry about finding it right now. Right. But yeah, I just. Wrestling is for nerds. Everybody's a nerd about something. When. Like, I'll admit, when wrestling's bad, it is goddamn terrible. Absolutely. But when it's good, when wrestling is good, oh my god, there's nothing better. In the words of John Oliver, wrestling is better than the things you love. (laughs) God, I love that video clip. It's such a good clip. It's just, like... It's the hero's journey retold in just modern, like you said, murder gymnastics. Yeah, cosplay murder gymnastics. How can you not love it? You can't take it seriously. You're not supposed to take it seriously. Like, you're supposed to suspend your disbelief and just enjoy it. Yeah, you're supposed to... It's... I mean, we've mentioned it. It's... um. Wait, well, hang on. I just got distracted. Is this real? What? This looks real. Um, I was just scrolling through YouTube. Braun Strowman makes a shocking return to NXT. I highly doubt that. It looks incredibly real. Though, no, I, I could see the... F- Oh, I can see the Photoshop cut marks in the thumbnail, you sneaky sons of bitch. Yeah, there's a couple of them on YouTube that are getting real damn good. You gotta really, really look. Yeah, I recognize those Photoshop selection lines. Someone didn't feather the edges and then smooth them. (laughs) I'm in Photoshop way too much. I know... (sighs) You ever... You ever have those things where you know simultaneously too much and very little about? Yeah, yeah, no, I I know what you mean. Software is one of those things. Like, you can ask me how to do a bunch of different things in Photoshop, but there's that one thing that I'm not sure. I'm just like, oh, I got to let my cat out of my room. Quick, Jace, keep them entertained. Yeah, I don't know why I started juggling there like they can't fucking see me. <laughs> I just put my headphones back on. Did I hear the word juggalo? No. 
as soon as you said that, it went, yeah, da, 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 da. I heard that. And then I said, why the fuck did I start trying to juggle? They can't fucking see me. Oh, that's what I heard. I heard juggle and I thought juggalo. Yeah, no. Uh, where were we on that before you got distracted? I can't remember. That's the thing when you uh, when you record a show, ladies and gentlemen and ladies and anyone else. Uh, as soon as you say something, sometimes you just immediately forget about it. Right. I think I want to. I think they call that in the biz uh, podcast brain. Speaking of okay. juggalos, though, what's going on with Fago? What do you mean? I don't know. They got new flavors. Not really. <laughs> like they don't change. They're they're <laughs> an old family company. Like. Yeah, this is actually no, not um, an avenue I want to go down. I remember where I was going to pick back up. Right. Like, I'll I'll be the first to admit I'm a work rate whore. I love me a good technical, just, you know, shot for shot style match like Kenny and Okada. Right. But then I absolutely lo- love shit like Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. Yeah, see, like, you got you got the Goofy with uh, Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. Goofy, but still good. And then you got, you know, Kenny and Okada. And then a good blend of the two, the fucking, what, two-year-long-now story of Hangman and his, uh, his redemption? Hangman and his merry band of misfits. Like, seriously, it's the longest going storyline in AEW and. God, am I here for it? Right. Like, I'm so ready for full gear. I'm so ready for that. That payoff is going to feel like an orgasm. The only thing I can't I can't predict is if they're going to let Hangman join Ibushi and let him kick out of the one winged angel. Because if they do, oh my god, the pop. Oh, yeah. If Hangman kicks out the one-winged angel, that that arena will go nuclear. And it will not stop until he wins. Right. Like. That, that pop would kill a man. <laughs> it just might. <laughs> Like, oh, I, I, I'm so ready for that match. And we got it in, what, two weeks? It's on the 13th? It's that soon? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, we ain't got long. <laughs> that one's going to be pretty damn soon. Okay, what if we release this podcast on the day of full gear? Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> Wait, that is our next scheduled release day. Ha ha! Wow, alright. That works. <laughs> um, I'm just, uh... You know what, since it is... Today, quote-unquote... Let's, uh... Let's, yeah, we can, let's run down, we the can card. run down the card. What's announced so far? There may be a couple of matches we don't get to, because they tend to announce a couple right before. Right. And we still don't know the, um... 
the other we don't know Danielson's opponent in the title match yet. Or the uh yeah, the the World Championship Eliminator Tournament final is what I mean. Um but I have the feeling it's going to be Mox. Yeah, cuz it's Mox versus OC. Yep. Yeah. That's definitely going to end up being Mox versus Danielson and ooh, is that going to be a nasty one? Yeah. Because Mox has gone feral. Yes. I watched his match against a 10. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, he, ooh, yeah. <laughs> that was intense. All right. So, yeah, we have six matches announced so far. Uh, I'm going to go in reverse order, starting with number six on the Wikipedia list. Darby Allen versus yeah, MJF. That should be a good one. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, I'm going to say Darby wins. That's what I was Wardlow thinking. Because Wardlow turns. Oh, I, I'm so here for when Wardlow finally just kicks MJF's teeth in. I'm, it's either Wardlow full-on turns or, or it's his first outright disobeying of matt of uh mjf right god that's gonna be so good when it happens though because i i don't know i'm wondering if if they're gonna have him turn here or wait until they do the diamond ring thing again right and have wardlow like get into the finals with him and just wreck his shit I can see either way. Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I can see that too. Uh, next, Lucha <clears throat> Brothers versus FTR for the uh, AEW tag team title. I'm wondering if that ends up being also for the AAA by the time we get to it. You know it might. But uh, that's going to be a good Clash of Styles match. Oh, yeah. Because like Ray be Phoenix a is a madman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that, saying that Penta a... isn't a madman, but... But Ray Phoenix is the spirit of Lucha, li- Lucha Libre given, you know... Human form. Living form. Yeah. <laughs> that man is just... If you guys have never seen Ray Phoenix in action, just a simple YouTube search. Click on literally any video. Yeah. Dude is insane for the Lucha style. Absolutely nuts. And then FTR, just hard-hitting brawler types. Yeah, good old old school Southern brawler uh, style. Like, they have Tully Blanchard as their manager, so think Four Horsemen style, and that's a modern version of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, who do you think's and, who do you think's speaking going of... I say, speaking of managers, though, can I just say how much I love Alex Abrahentes? Oh, he's fucking great. Like, the energy he brings every freaking time is just keep it up, dude. It's awesome. Right, right. Gets me hype. All right. Um, who do you think's coming away with it, though? If it ends up being AAA also by the end of it, I could definitely see FTR taking both the AEW and AAA tag titles. Yeah, I can see it, but 
but that has the faces losing everything unless like the rumors are Conan's got a longer term story plan to go with Tony Khan on it. Mm. I'm not real sure which way it's going to go. That is a, because it is a difficult match to try and predict because both teams are just so good. Right. Like I can see having the, you know, triumphant uh luchadors come back or you know over the uh over the uh gringos kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But I can also see with how FTR is calling themselves the greatest luchadors when they don't wrestle the lucha style is a great heel tactic. So I I can see him going either way with it. I don't think the story's done with this though. I just I have a feeling it's it's too short for what AEW normally does if it is. Right, yeah. <clears throat> next The next one I really don't care about. Yeah, I don't but I mean it's uh well it's the inner circle versus the men of the year and American top team. In a 10-man tag team Minneapolis street fight. Gonna be a fucking insane match. It's gonna be a fun little club. You say that again, you dropped out real quick. I lost Jace, so I'll pause this real quick. Okay, we got Jace back. Yeah, technical difficulties. As I was saying, it's gonna be a fun little clusterfuck match, but... I just, I can't stand Dan Lambert. I can't. Neither can I. Like, I, I, I got some buddies that brought, think he's great at what he's doing, and I'm not denying he, he's a hell of a promo, but like he's a, they're the same people that love Cornette and there's a reason for it. Well, I, I guess some of them, but mm, I wouldn't say everybody's like that, though. Dan Lambert is literally a watered down Cornette. Like, think about the content of the promo. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. But, like, him aside, I do love how into it the guys they brought from American Top Team seem to be. Oh, yeah. They seem to be having a blast. Like, Junior Dos Santos, like, he's popping for the other team in the match he was in. That's how into it he was getting. And I can't, I can't not like that. Right, right. Like, dude definitely looks like he wants to be in here for the long haul because he was already chirping at Roman. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that tweet. So, like, I can tolerate Lambert if we're going to get that level of enthusiasm, you know? Mm-hmm. I just, it's still the match I probably care about the least. Right. And that's nothing against them. It's just it's the one I I have the least connection to. Uh, I think the inner circle's going over. Yeah, more than likely. Um, next, Britt Baker DMD versus Tay Conti for the women's title. That should be a decent match. Yeah, they're both great. I don't see a tie winning. Neither do I. Because I. And also, unfortunately, I don't see the match going very long. No, probably not. Like, they give him maybe, what, five, ten minutes? 
It'll probably be around 10 or so. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but... Um... I mean, hopefully I'm wrong. Nothing I can do about it. (laughs) Hopefully I'm wrong. I'd love to see him get more. Yeah. But Bright is perfect as champ right now. And I'm fairly sure they're building up to a couple of different people being able to come and actually take it off her. For sure. Also, like, her match against Abaddon was great. Yeah, it was a good little street fight. God, I... I... Because that's what it essentially ended up being. Yeah. As much as thumbtack spots physically make me cringe, I love seeing them. Right. And that was a good thumbtack spot. Yeah, the the super kick to the mouth. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, Brit Brit retains. All right, we'll skip the, the next one on the list because I want to go over that one last. Yeah, because that's likely then, the main event. Right. So then that goes with Danielson versus Mox or Orange Cassidy. I like Orange Cassidy, but I definitely see Mox going over there. And with the kind of, like you said, feral way they're having Mox go. And Danielson's been going hard. That is going to be a nasty, brutal fight. And I'm here for it. That's going to be real fun to watch. Like, you've seen how much hamburger Danielson's chest has been the last few matches? I swear, it's in his contract, like, I can't have a match where... Without my chest getting chopped to fuck. (laughs) Right. I can't have a match where, at the end, if it's not red, there will be consequences, you know? Like, oh, Mox is going to beat the shit out of him. They're going to beat the shit out of each other. He's going to take every bit of it and dish it right back. Oh, yeah, and you know they're both going to go like for more of a shoot style. Yeah, that one's going to be more of an all-out brawl. And it it's going to be... Can Danielson, with all his technical prowess, hem in the ferocity of Mox? And it's going to be a nice little story on that. Because Mox is like just that tenacious, does not know the meaning of quit. Right style, and he'll push through a submission to get you. And that's going to be the part that Danielson's going to have to deal with. And yes, I know I'm talking about it like it's a real thing, but that's half the fun of being of talking about it in kayfabe. So shut up anybody that's going to be yelling. That's about half that. the fun of being a wrestling fan. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm going to. Maybe not a wild guess. But. I think Danielson goes over. See, I think they might have Mox take it. Really? Because Mox is on the warpath for the title again. And him versus Hangman would be a great test to Hangman's ability to show he's not a flash in the pan. Oh, you know what? I didn't even think about that. Absolutely. And plus, I think it's still way too quick for Danielson to grab it. True, he's same only to- been with the company for a little over a month. But on the same token, Mox doesn't really need the rub of being Danielson's first loss. Right. It's an interesting like conundrum to be in. 
but bringing on Hangman and, you know, my prediction there, since I kind of already let it slip, uh, Hangman versus Kenny for the title. That's just, that's just going to be a hell of a main event. I'm in the glow already. Like I said earlier, it has been built up so much at this point. And I know there's a lot of people out there. It's like, well, you have to watch every, you know, little bit of side footage to get it. Like you don't literally, there is a Twitter thread out there that only goes over shit that has been on dynamite. And it is shows it in detail, in order, every beat of the story. Just because, and this isn't a knock at WWE, it's how they do things. But just because people have been used to that style of only four weeks long, only four weeks long for the pay-per-view cycle. Like, it's like they don't remember what long-form storytelling is in wrestling. When you only have four pay-per-views a year, you got to stretch out storylines. Like, yeah, you have the, the special dynamites, which are like basically mini pay-per-views, but those tend to be big milestones in the stories than actual blow-offs. And it's just... Right, 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 right. I'm scrolling through Dark Order's Wikipedia page. And now there's... <laughs> And under subgroups, the good, the bad, and the hungry. Yes. That's I love right Dark Order. Page. Dark Order is like my fucking favorite. They're fucking great. All... I, I've always liked Dark Order, honestly. Like, they got off to the, the worst start. Yeah. But they've turned it around so much. They really have. The old... The only complaint I have is I want Uno to bring back the Creeper Throne. Yes. It's not going to happen because that's not the style of the group anymore, but I loved it. Yeah, the, uh, apparently the last appearance of any of the Creepers was August 27th, 2020. According to Wikipedia. I also love that uh, Angels and Preston are five and dime. <laughs> Yes. So here's something I didn't know. Apparently Colt Cabana's number in Dark Order is 8. I'm actually surprised they don't have it in here on Wikipedia since it has been acknowledged. Uh, Cutler is 9. When was... Brandon Cutler? Yeah. Remember, do you watch BTE? Every now and again. Did you see the one where they got kicked off and then uh, blackmailed Cutler into getting back on? No, I did not. Okay, I'm looking at the Wikipedia note. I clicked the little, like, notation number. Uh, It is unconfirmed who portrayed Nine in this first appearance on April 1st, 2020. In July 2021, Nine was revealed to have been portrayed by Brandon Cutler on August 5th, 2020. Yeah, but that they're saying was just who portrayed him like real life. But if you actually go storyline, that's what they were blackmailing him with to get back on, is that they were going to reveal to the elite that he's part of the Dark Order. Oh. Because if you remember way back, 
when they had on BTE, there was the one person in the bathroom uh, washing the blood off their hands and then they threw away the mask. That was Cutler. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that bit. And in the Christmas episode, when they did the uh, the number off, it starts with Preston going 10, Cutler going 9, then Cabana going 8. And he says it real quick, and if you're not paying attention, you will miss it. <laughs> you watch Cutler, far more BTE than I do. I watch every episode. Yeah. See, I, the last two episodes I watched were Adam Cole being resurrected and uh, Budge. <laughs> and then before that, it was the uh, Brody tribute episode. So uh, yeah, I don't watch uh, a lot of BTE. Yeah, Cutler is uh, Cutler is nine, whether they have it on here or not. That is confirmed. Yeah, we never got a name for the spokesman, and uh, yeah, Colt got eight. We don't have a six or seven yet. Well, maybe uh, when Hangman officially joins, he will be number six because he's got a six shooter, you know. <laughs> six shooter, Hangman Adam Page. How about that for a name? But um, <laughs> anyway, back to. I, I think we're both in agreement that uh, Hangman's taking the title. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be a hell of a match. It is going to be callback after callback. You're going to have elite shenanigans. You're going to have the Dark Order coming out to counter the elite. That one, I think, is probably going to get a good half hour, if not a little more. Right. Yeah, that's going to... It's going to be nuts. And... I just, like I said, I gotta wonder if they let him kick out of the one-winged angel. I can see an argument both ways for it, like, because it it would solidify Hangman's redemption, and it would be the chink in Kenny's armor to make him hesitate and let Hangman get the win. Right. But I can also see keeping that a thing that only Abushi has done. And it's why Kenny's so obsessed with him. God, I can't they, wait. I'm going to have to order this pay-per-view soon. They can still like protect it like they've done like, with Okada. And I think, uh, I think it was Pac where they have a rope break. Because then you can have Kenny go the frustration route. Because, fuck, that was supposed to be it. Mm. He makes a mistake. Can't, Hangman takes advantage and wins. Okay. Yeah, I can see that happening, too. I also wonder if they're going to go the, uh, or if they're going to at least tease the turn on Kenny. Ooh. Because remember, the Bucks and Adam Cole were always better friends than, in kayfabe, better friends than Kenny and the Bucks. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. And remember, the rumor is KO is out when his contract is up at the beginning of the year. And him coming to AEW would be perfect for a reunion of Mount Rushmore. Fuck. Yeah. I don't think a full-on turn happens on Kenny at full gear, 
but I think we start getting the seeds planted because they're kind of already there. If you notice, the last couple of times, Kenny's been kind of off on his own while the Bucks went to Cole first. Right, right. Yeah. I love this subtle shit. Fuck, I love wrestling. <laughs> right? This is the shit I'm talking about. When it's good, it is fucking good. Like, you didn't even realize some of that shit, did you? No. <laughs> no, I did not. And now I'm sitting here like, shit. You're, I know exactly how you're sitting. You're sitting there with the, the hands over your mouth like, oh my fucking god. Like, the light bulb just clicked and you're making all the other connections. It's exactly what happened, dude. Yeah, like, I'm sure there's a little bit of reading into it on my part, but, like, I'm not the only one. And if I'm not the only one... If I'm not the only one reading that way into it, there's got to be some bit of intention. Everyone, just tune in to at least... Tune into at least one episode of all of Dynamite. They're all good. Yeah, no, they're they're all. I will, uh, I will fully admit to being a massive AEW fan, and that I don't like WWE anymore. But like, I'm not gonna shit on anybody that does like it. Like, if that's what you want, go ahead. I don't like it. I can't stand the camera cuts. They give me a headache. Fuck you, Kevin Dunn. Yeah, and that's There's the. There's no reason for that many. I agree. And uh, I know you, you went on a tangent about WWE being not your thing, but that's the great thing about wrestling nowadays. There's something for everyone. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You have WWE, GCW, AEW. New Japan. Uh, New Japan. All Japan. All Japan. Dragon Gate. Tokyo Joshi Pro. Stardom. Is DDT uh, still around? DDT is still around because I just signed up for Wrestle Universe because it's free through the end of the year. You could, you can, you can even go back and watch Chikara. There's Gambari Pro. There's Noah. Like there's CMLL. There's AAA. There's Rev Pro. Like there's still shit out there all across the globe. You'll find something you like. I guarantee it. CDE Wrestling has been posting these gifts from th- something called Chocola Pro. Chocola Pro? Yeah. That is uh, Emi Sakura's. I think it's kind of like a school slash promotion because they do shows out of like this room in, I think, a mall. And that's why you'll see, see people walking by the windows out back. Yeah, and it's just like a five inch mat. Yeah, they wrestle on. (laughs) But it is one of the most watched things on YouTube in the wrestling sphere, because like it's just it's it's you can tell how earnest they are with it. And it's a lot of people learning. Oh, we got an update on Danhausen. Yeah, uh, I was just going to say Sean Ross Sapp is tweeting that it's ankle related and is a lot less serious than Mance Warner's. Uh, from what uh, Dan Housen himself is saying in the video he posted on Twitter, it's a broken foot. 
So it could be up by the ankle or whatever. But yeah, that's that's gonna be. Uh, it sucks. Yeah, I could play Danhausen audio. Danhausen's not gonna copyright strike me. Yeah, that's fair. I haven't seen what Mance Warner's is. What is that? What? Fixes Warhorse. I can't. I can't. Love that Warhorse is the one recording the video. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah, right? Yeah, real curse, buddy. <laughs> Warhorse, fix this. I can't. Uh... Well, I hope Danhausen gets well soon. Hoping for a speedy recovery. And you know what? Let's call this an episode. Yeah, we can call it there. We talked about pro wrestling the entire time. Whee! Warhorse. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love Warhorse. 80s metal personified. Anyway, thank you guys so very much for listening. Gonna get in touch with us. We're on Twitter at ambiguouspod, Facebook.com slash ambiguouspod. Find us on YouTube, uh, Moral Ambiguity Podcast. And until then, we love you and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye bye. Watch wrestling. Yeah, watch bye. wrestling. Bye.